G'day community and welcome to the Jock Reynolds Community Supercoach Bloody Exciting Podcast. I'm Lek Dog and I'm joined by two of my best friends in the whole wide world. Patch, how are you? It's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas, it's Christmas, Lek Dog, it's Christmas. And Damo, you beautiful human, how are you? It's here, Lek. It's finally here. The team picker is here. The music is beautiful. That's from Telebeats and we are here to talk about our first drafts of the Supercoach team. Now, we both all have gold. We've all been playing around for a few weeks, but that's all just pretend. This is legit. It has launched. We've got 58 days, 22 minutes and 35 seconds until this bloody thing goes live. So let's get straight into a community. Let's talk about our teams, and then let's talk about your teams below in the comments. Patch. Like dog. I want to start with your team, because the potatoes, I assume you're still called the potatoes? Yeah, the potatoes, they're... They're ripe. Oh, they are ripe for the picking. Ripe to burst, really, and they could burst and explode and ruin everything. But that's what the first draft is for. The first draft is designed to be garbage, and that's... You see, a super coach team is a lot like a potato. <laughs> exactly. You would step over your own mother to get one, and that's pretty much what I've done. Um, She'd be very shocked. At this side, but I'm just going to, what, what we'll do for each of our teams, we're just going to run through them, um, and then basically the other two are going to tear us apart, because that's what you do with first drafts. They're normally garbage. That's what you do with writing. That's what you do with other things that you draft. You tear them all apart. Um, so we'll start, as we always do, in the back line. So my first Supercoach team for the year at D1, Dan Houston, D2, Sam Doherty, D3, Stephen Hill, D4, Hayden Young, Will Gould, Jez McLennan, a few other rookies lying around in the back line, which is a fun old way to start. In the midfield, we've got Jackson McRae, Lockie Neal, Paddy Cripps, Paddy Dangerfield, Matt Rowell, and then Marlene Pickett, a whole bunch of other rookies. In the ruck, Set and Forget, Grundy and Gorn. And then in the forward line, oh, it's a spicy meatball. Lockie Whitfield, Dustin Martin, Hugh Greenwood, uh, Dawson from the Swans, Devin Smith, and Brayshaw from Fremantle. Is that six uh, quotation marks primos in the forward line? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was just wondering. I just noted that they were missing from the rest of your team where points are actually generated. But go on, go on. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts about your forward line, but I'd love to hear some some thoughts about uh, about that that very thing. Actually, um, well, I mean, I've sort of looked at it, and obviously, early in the season, hard to tell where the rookies are coming from. But there looks like there are going to be a lot of them in the back line, and I love I love me just shoving all the rookies into one line. Um, hasn't come off so far, but I just love doing it. It looks good. It's a bit of fun, a bit spicy, um, and then the forward line is junk. I don't like any of the premiums. Um, so I've just kind of gone with all of the cheapish premiums and I'm hoping they'll do the thing. A lot of them are all just the pre-season buzz boys. We've got you know, the Greenwoods, the Brayshaws, the Smiths, um, Dawson. All of them have been spoken about sort of online and, and people have had their eyes on them all finished last year pretty well or have new roles in their sides or in the case of Devin Smith are uninjured. Um, I like that it's just set and forget. Really wanted to pick Riley O'Brien, but um, Grundy and Gorn are you can't argue with them and I feel like my midfield is reasonably just cookie cutter and standard and, and will do the job and make money Damo what, what do you what do you think you haven't said a huge amount is that just sort of stunned silence I'm sort of on the same page as Lek you've kind of 
I feel like you're missing out on some point generation um, from down back in the midfield. And I don't hate the players that you've selected. I just, I just don't know if I like how you've or where you've selected them. If that makes sense. So, Damo, do you think would you be more comfortable if he swapped? Jordan Dawson into the backline for Stephen Hill. At least then it looks like he's got three primos in the backline. That'd make me feel a lot more comfortable. For optics, it would definitely make me feel more com- comfortable. Um, I I love I do love James Sisley. I he was in kind of the the back throws of my mind the past few weeks. But the more and more I look at the rookies down back, the more and more I like all of their cash generation potential and hopefully I make up the points elsewhere maybe maybe I just want to point this out community and I'm not here to bully anyone but I just want to point this out if you can't see this team go onto the website right now there's a post for the podcast it's sitting below there you're going to see a team with two primos and two questionable primos in defence with six rookies then you're only going to see four primos in the midfield you're going to go where are all the players? There's there's just six mid-prices in the forward line. I actually think you must have money left over, surely. Uh, there is money left over, yes. There's about 100k. That's just not that's not as much as I thought there'd be. Okay. So, of all the players here, you've got your pods. I don't think... Uh, I think a lot of these guys are going to be in our teams. Talk to us about Dan Houston. We know that the, the Supercoach community out there has been talking about Dan Houston all bloody day. Why don't you talk to us about him? Because some news has come out from Port Adelaide. Um, and he's an exciting prospect for those who haven't been on Twitter. Yes, he's um, he's done lots of uh, lots of. He's, he's looking to work towards midfield this year, I, I believe. I hope is. I mean, it's preseason, so everyone's working towards midfield. But the back end of last year, he did have a run through the guts. Um, I think about round nineteen, he switched across because that's when his points suddenly jumped. Where he scored 85, 134, 88, 105, and one seventeen. Um, he was really good in his rookie year, um, has proven that he that he can keep that scoring up if he's in a friendly role and all sort of early indications look um, look like that he will. Um, obviously, if he doesn't during the Marsh series, then he's Gornski. But yeah, he's just a, a very exciting prospect and no doubt one we will dissect a bit more in our Port Adelaide podcast in a couple of weeks. Yeah, averaged, uh, this is thanks to Fantasy Franco, averaged uh, 94 super coach points across his eight games in the midfield last year, including a high score of 134. I think he's a very delectable option. Is there anyone else, Damo, that we need to uh, rip apart from this team, or do you think maybe we should start talking about our other teams? Um, I'm just not sure about Matt Rowell at M5, but, I, but we, we can leave that there for now. All right, uh, Damo, should we jump into your team? Yeah, okay, I'll I'll share my team. Um, starting in defence, uh, Zach Williams, Dan Houston, Sam Doherty, with Hayden Young and four other rookies. Uh, in the midfield, I've got Lockie Neal, Nat Fife reunited once again with Josh Kelly and Josh Dunkley and Clayton Oliver, and then rookies including... Marlon Pickett and my man from last week, Sam Simpson. Uh, Grundy gone, set and forget in the rucks. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, forwards, Whitfield, Martin, Brayshaw, Smith, Hill, and then three other rookies. There we go. That's far more sensible, far more conventional. Um, you know, we've spoken about most of the, a, a fair chunk of those players um, so far. Midfield, 
I'm very interested in in the duo of, of Dunkley and Oliver. Um, Oliver hasn't been getting a lot of love in in first drafts I've seen on Twitter in in day dot. What what do you like about him? He's underpriced. He is really underpriced, and most people forget that he started the year last last year after virtually no preseason, after a double shoulder reconstruction, and still averaged 109. Um, I I just think at under 600k he he has the opportunity to really bounce up and make it a good bit of money to at the first part of the year. Yeah, I agree with Dame on that one. He only had a few scores below 100. There was a few 90s in there, and he's poor scoring. You know, he had a 71 to start the year, and then he had his low score of 53 in the middle of the year when uh, I believe Melbourne got absolutely trounced by GWS. I agree with Damo. I think he is so underpriced for what he is, the potential to deliver this year. Um, he's currently a bit of a pod in terms of selection, um, and I, I agree, Damo. I think he's a fantastic pick, and he's also going to be featuring in my team. Damo, you've talked about uh, Brayshaw a few times, but for those who haven't listened, what do you see from him this year? Midfield time. And un- and and that's not just a throwaway line. It's been mentioned by Justin Longmere, Josh Carr, and was even mentioned by Peter Bell in David Mundy's injury update. So I'm pretty confident that he's at least going to get um, a fair rotation through there. Um, but... He also needs to spend more more time on ground, and I believe that he's going to do that this this year. Do you think what what's a realistic average? Do you think if you had to put a number on it right now, uh, he's priced average what about eighty, um, maybe a little bit more than eighty? What do you he's, think he can pump he's out? Pr- he's priced at an average of seventy, I believe. Oh my, um, oh my goodness! And and I believe that he's going to average about ninety one to ninety three. So you've gone. Uh, Brayshaw and Smith over a very popular pick in Jack Stephen. What's the uh, the rough off the top of your head thoughts about that? It's taken me a while to get a to get onto Devin Smith, but um, he's in my team now. I can't afford Jack Stephen if I want to keep Andrew Brayshaw, and I think Brayshaw is going to be better than Stephen. Um, in terms of point generation. Uh, you've um you've not picked Matt Rao, which I found interesting. Is there um is that simply a, a cash decision, or you don't think he's worth the the money? A bit of both. Um, people are picking Rao based on the fact that Sam Walsh was so good, but you could argue that that was because Walsh was Carlton's missing piece, whereas Rao is going to be coming into and effectively lead that Suns midfield. That's pretty thin as as it is. So he could get tagged early on, and being so young, how he handles that is an unknown. That's fair enough. But that that's I I love that team. That's the team I hope mine morphs towards as it goes through more drafts and it gets progressively less garbage. I agree. I don't think there's too many uh, poor selections in there. Mitch Hibbard for Essendon is currently injured, I believe, but that's probably the only question mark. Or is he all right? No. Um. He was he, he he was out at training by all reports to this this week. Think, geez, I'm glad you've got your finger on the pulse because I certainly don't. If my finger, if I was relied on to uh to keep keep touch with the pulse, we'd all be dead. Um, speak speak speaking of your pulse, like dog, your team. Yeah. So immediately having some regrets having seen your teams, I forgot to put Zach Williams in it, and he was my like one of my number one locks this year. 
Um, and I've also realised I've gone only three deep in the forward line. But let's talk about the team. Three, right. three deep? Pfft, amateur? <laughs> yeah, sorry I couldn't fit in a seventh premium in the forward line. Um, all right, to start things off in defence, I've got Caleb Daniel at $537,000. I think that he is going to be a fantastic selection. He might dip a little bit in price, but I expect him to average above 100 I think, if anything, their reliance on him in defence increases this year. I think he's a, a fantastic user of the football. Um, Dan Houston is in there due to all the hype. I love him as a potential selection. We talked about him a lot last year in the podcast. I think potentially he doesn't actually make the cut unless he averages 100 in the preseason. Sam Doherty spoke about last week, had to lock him in. Then I've gone Stephen Hill and four rookies. I don't actually love the Stephen Hill pick, but he's um, he's an okay option to have there. Midfield, I've gone deep in the midfield in terms of primos. McRae, Fife, Cripps, Dangerfield, Oliver, and my boy... Stephen Ganigliog has made the cut there again. The people in the comments have quite often tried to talk me out of him. He's still in there for now. I've got a feeling he's going to make way potentially for a Williams in the back line. Pickett, Mead, Simpson, Philp, Schoenberg as the rookies. Grundy gone. Just got to lock him in. Dustin Martin, Toby Green up in the forward line. And Devin Smith uh, followed by Cockatoo, Rankin, Cahill, Belland and Darcy Cameron. Talk to me, boys. What do you think? Patch, do you want to rip him to shreds over that particular selection of Toby Green, or should I? The butcher of Blacktown, Lechdog. Lechdog. Is he, he won't get anywhere near the minutes he got last year, will he? Not, not to start the season at any rate, when they're, when they're all fit. Sure, maybe when like eight of them fall over and get injured and suddenly get shot in the knee, he might get midfield minutes. But you surely don't mean... This is supposed to be a harmless off-the-cuff question, but I'm now quite enraged. Surely... <laughs> You can't give my forward line a stick and then me present all of these wonderful, you know, premium and semi-premium options and end up with Toby Green. Well, look, post-buy here was his scores. 74, 71, 138, 112, 107, 134, 122, 115. Now, I'll admit, I'll admit that when I put him into my team, I wasn't thinking maybe about Callan Ward coming back, who's pretty one-dimensional, can't play in the forward line. I wouldn't have thought... I wasn't really thinking about my boy Stephen Ginnigliog, who I think could be one of the best players scoring-wise this season. Um, so maybe I'll maybe I'll tinker a little, but on his form to end last year, I think he's a very valid selection. And I have disregarded the no dickheads policy at Lek Dogs Puppies. We got to get some grunt into our side. So uh, uh, we'll see how the roles pan out. But you're right; they've got a lot of midfielders. Yeah, Damo, they had what two midfielders? At the back end of last year, when Green was called into the into the centre, you you have thoughts. I think if you're going to cut anyone to bring in Zach Williams, it's Toby Green. I think you're. I think you're right about Stephen Canelio. I think he's going to be really good in his first year as Giants captain, but um, he's not the one that I would be shipping off to bring in Zach Williams. Look, it's not the perfect team, I'll admit. It's got a little bit of work to do. I actually think I'll end up upgrading uh, Dan Houston. Um, call me crazy. I've just got a feeling. Crazy. You're, you're crazy. Um, but boys, boys, we don't need to rip my team apart because my team is effectively perfect with that, except with this slight misstep of having Toby Green in there, but it's the one that'll go into the comments. Um, I just, we've, late mail. We've had a team come through in the chat, and it's Foz Daddies, and he's not here to defend himself, but he does want us to rip his team apart. 
Um, I'll read through it, and then you guys can give your thoughts on it. And Foz Daddy, let's keep in mind, everyone, Foz Daddy is probably the smartest one uh, outside of Static Matty at Jock HQ. Um, so this team is going to be a, a real a real testament. Now let's have a look. Tom Stewart, James Sicily, Dan Houston, Sam Doherty, Tom Adude, Stephen Hill, deep back line, two rookies, Neil Fife, Cripps, Dunkley, Dunkley, nice pod, Raul, Pickett, Robertson, rookies for the rest. Didn't know Rivers was a mid-rookie. That's interesting. Good swing set. Grundy, Gorn, Cameron. Uh, and then for the forward line, Whitfield, Heaney. Heaney, Stephen, Bonner, Flanders, Rankin, Cockatoo, Brander. Flanders, another one I forgot to put in my team. I like this team a lot. What do you guys think? I don't like the Heaney pick, and I don't like how deep his back line is. I think he's missing out on a lot of value. Mm, he's, it's way too deep. About two premiums, three premiums almost too deep, some would argue. Um, Tom Stewart especially might be off to a slow start with injuries, obviously very early to be calling that. But yeah, there's a lot of rookies down back who we could be looking at. Um, and yes, Jack Stephen as well. Stephen and Heaney in the same forward line. Mm, not a not a massive fan at this stage, but as you said, like he is rather intelligent for study, and he happens to to be good at knowing things that we don't. What what are your thoughts on that side? Uh, Massimo Grosso uh, on Twitter the other day tweeted to me, and this is pure hearsay, but I'm reporting it as fact. I have a mate who's on the inner sanctum at the Swans. Heaney was down last year because he had his ankle issue, which required surgery. But the Swans and Heaney himself wanted him to play through it. If he's fit this year. And playing, I estimate a 100 average at least. Now, this is from a man on Twitter, but uh, I tend to believe the hype. If Heaney is healthy, there's no reason to say, even if he's playing forward, that he couldn't average 100. I would just rather wait and see on that selection. Dunkley, I love, 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 love as a pod selection I currently uh, at M4. I really like that as a selection. I would rather have... Um, McRae, but I love Dunkley as a selection, and I'm not 100% sold on Sicily, but I understand the logic. Um, my question for you guys, which we talked about a due day before in the last couple of pods, and this one's maybe for you, Damo. Um, at 273k, say he averages 80, he generates some cash. Are you not better off just chucking a rookie in there and trying to upgrade somewhere else? I actually, I was really big on Tom Duday, um back when we did that podcast, but since then, Adelaide defenders have been dropping like flies. So I don't know if we can trust him anymore because he might be more into a, like a lockdown sort of role until those players return. So I would personally go a rookie instead, just purely because there's no doubt that Dodie will, um, or Duda or Dudar, or however you say his name, um, will generate points. But uh he might lose money to begin with. Yeah, I think you would probably downgrade him to a cheaper rookie that generates less points and then upgrade a, a Bonner up forward. But, hey, who are we to judge the Foz? He's the smartest man. Well, one of the smartest men I've ever met. Patch, any like more Doug. thoughts on any of these wonderful teams except yours, which is awful and you should feel bad? I do feel bad, and it'll obviously change a lot. But... <laughs> Um, that's what first drafts are for. They're for going as nuts as you want, um, as stupid as you want, and then you fix it in post, uh, just like every other aspect of my life. Um, I, I like that we've all gone set and forget with Grundy and Gorn. There's been no contention there. 
No one's gone for Mumford. No one's gone for O'Brien. We're all just like, nope, set and forget. And the fact that you can loop them in, I think it was 19 games you tweeted out, Dog. Yeah, well, that was pointed out. That was a comment on the website. You can't actually loop them 19 times because you would have to have a player that can act as that loop, but they do play into each other 19 times. So you could VC one in to see the other. You can't always loophole that score unless you're very unlucky with injury. Um, but one always plays before the other. Yeah. Um, which is like any player, I guess. But just it just works. Just get, just select them. Yep, lock it in. I will say just I will say just on that. I was very very tempted by Sam Jacobs really early on, back when the team picker was a re- released for gold subscribers. But um, I had a few people slap some sense into me. You've overcome that concussion. Thankfully. If I was going to make any huge structural changes, it would be yoloing it and getting a, a cheaper ruck. Um, yeah, uh, this has been a shorter pod community, but, uh, now we'll do the outro, which we've already recorded. Well, community, we've learned a lot here today. We've learned that Patch is terrible at first drafts for super coach teams. Hello. We learned that Demo is a genius and we learned that I can never again select Daniel Rich. It's a, it's been an emotional day and we want to see your teams down below. Make sure you head to our social pages on Twitter and Facebook. Give us a follow uh, keep up to date with all things Jock. The preseason is off and going. Patch, thank you for joining me, you beautiful human. Oh, thank you for tearing me to absolute shreds. I think we went pretty easy on you, given. Uh, Patch, where can people find you? Uh, on the internet. On Twitter, I'm at Patch to the Max. And thank you also to Damo for joining us. Damo, uh, where can people find you? Anything to say, mate? Anything to say? Um, I'm a man of met of few words, so no, nothing to say. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, at Demo SE. A man of few words. It certainly makes it hard to do a podcast, which is primarily words, but we love you for it, and we love um, we love seeing you every damn week. That's all from us, community. We bloody love you. Thank you again to Telebeats. You're a magician. Sorry, where's Discord? Oh, my Discord. Get up here, Discord. Why have you just dropped down there? Fuck, why does technology just not make sense? I love Patch yelling at tech. There we go. It's my favourite thing to go. listen to. Um, radio. Um, Damo, what? What? Sorry, we'll, we'll pause here.